Welcome everyone to Wisdom for a Crazy World, your trusted source for 21st century common sense. We hope you're having a great day, but just in case you're not, our host Tom McQueen is about to make it a lot better. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. And now, it is my privilege to introduce to you one of the most popular podcasters on any network, award-winning author and speaker, Tom McQueen. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen, and you are listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. We're so happy you're with us, and the title for our episode this week is Jesus Therapy, Life Lessons for a Crazy World, Part 1. And I'll tell you where that title came from. I had a conversation with a dying hospice patient some years ago. I'll never forget this. And I was sitting at her bedside, and she was telling me that she wished that she had paid more attention to the words of Jesus and the lessons that he taught us throughout his three-year public ministry. And she mentioned some of them. And she said, you know, if you ever get a chance, she said, and you can never do anything about it, I wish you would, you would share some of the things we've talked about uh, with, the, with future patients and with people that you know. So I'm crediting her. She's no longer with us and she went home to God, but I'm crediting it, crediting her with the title of the episode and some of the content that I'm going to share with you tonight. And I say part one because we talked about so many lessons over time that in future podcasts, I will share those with you uh, as well. So once again, we're going to be talking about Jesus therapy, life lessons for a crazy world. But I want to give you our contact information. Uh, once again, the telephone number is 727-688-5121. And you can always reach me at letters to Ethan at AOL.com. And when I had this conversation with this uh, patient, uh, her name was Eleanor. She was telling me that, you know, there are uh, so many things that she didn't trust in life. She said, I never, I never trusted the government. I never trusted politicians. Uh, I didn't trust people. And it wasn't that she had any type of, you know, uh, mental issue or, you know, problem uh, of that nature, problems of that nature. But uh, she just felt that she grew up in a very distrustful environment. And what, uh, looking back, what she really wanted to do and what might have helped her uh, live a better life, according to her, was to place all of her trust in the lessons that uh, she learned from Jesus. And she, we got talking about uh, anger one day, and she recalled uh, the scripture from Matthew's Gospel, uh, verse, uh, chapter 21, verse 12, which says, Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those engaged in selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And she went on to say, oh my gosh, Jesus was angry. Uh, as a matter of fact, according to Matthew, he was pretty livid. When you start flipping tables over in a temple, she, she used the expression, you're not exactly in your happy place. And so we, we talked a little bit about anger, that it's neither good nor bad. It's just one of many emotions. But it's what you do with anger that's the key to determining whether it will be a positive or negative experience uh, for you. And 
You know, there are so many things even today that precipitate justifiable anger in our world today that we could spend 10 episodes talking about them, but uh, we don't want to do that. We don't want to let anger's intensity paralyze us. It's unhealthy. It accomplishes nothing, and it only deteriorates our emotional, our physical, and our spiritual well-being. And we want to keep that、uh, intact. You know, that's how we move along successfully in the world. So, the next time that you're as angry as Jesus was at the temple. Uh, there's a two-question anger intervention quiz that I developed a long time ago, and when we come back after our first break, I'm going to share that with you. Because if you use this two-question anger quiz, the next time you encounter a situation that will cause you some anger, hopefully、uh, this two-question quiz will be very helpful to you. So we'll be back after a short break. I'm Tom McQueen. Welcome back. You are listening to Wisdom. For a crazy world, we'll be right back, my friends. The Matthew Twenty Five Mission, founded by Chaplain Tom McQueen, is a not-for-profit charity created to serve the physical, emotional, and spiritual needs of the poorest of the poor in Florida. We invite you to visit our website at. www.matthew25mission.com. Read about our history and our work, and consider a tax-deductible donation. 100% of all contributions are used to provide food, shelter, and clothing to those in need, and all donations are tax-deductible. Recalling the words from the Gospel of Saint Matthew: "As long as you did it for one of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me." Please visit our website at. www.matthew25mission.com and help our cause. God bless you and thank you. Hey, welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World, and this week's episode is entitled "Jesus Therapy: Life Lessons for a Crazy World." As I, as I mentioned to you when we first began the show,、uh, the idea for this series of podcasts came to me from a dying hospice patient who always enjoyed talking about、uh, her emotions and how she wished that she had spent more time in her life following the example and the life lessons that Jesus taught during his public ministry. And we were talking about anger before the break, and during the break, I was、uh, remembering a. Patient that had come to see me for counseling when I uh, was uh, did marriage and family therapy work here in the Clearwater area, and when asked why he was coming, he presented anger issues as the chief reason for why he wanted help. So I, initially, I asked him what happened when he got mad, and he said, "You know, I get so uptight on the inside that my face turns really red, and then I clench my fists and I grunt." and He specifically he recalled an, an incident at work when、uh, a work colleague made a comment about the results and quality of his of his assignment, and of course Cliff came up with the usual red face and clenched fist and a grunt, but he didn't communicate his frustration directly to his fellow employee. But eventually he found that you know when you express both positive and negative emotions,
in a constructive way that that resulted in fewer red faces, clenched fists and grunts. And for him, who had a blood pressure problem, remarkably brought his blood pressure to a normal range while ending a long-standing battle he had with ulcers. Well, before we took that break, I mentioned the two-question anger uh, intervention quiz. So the first question is this. Is the issue that's causing you to be angry important or unimportant? So if the source of your anger is frivolous, then let it go by investing your emotional energy in somebody or someone or something that you care about. I mean, seriously, is your world going to go to pieces because somebody cut you off in traffic or called you on your cell phone by mistake? I mean, people go ballistic over the smallest things and let anger consume them. However, when your anger is justified, then we move on to the second question. So when the anger is justified, we ask ourselves, can we do something about it or not? And if your anger is well-founded, but you can't do anything about it, then don't let it permanently frustrate you any longer. Give it to God and to those who have the power and the resources to deal with it. However, if the origin of your anger is something that you can impact, then of course, use your talents and gifts to make the situation better. And when you use that two question intervention quiz, I'm sure that you will find that the number of issues that really cause you concern and distress and high blood pressure and ulcers drop dramatically uh, and only concentrate on those which uh, you have the power to do something about. And if you can't do anything, turn them over to God and to someone who can. And that's one of the lessons that Eleanor told me, the hospice patient, that she learned too late in life and wanted me to share that lesson with all of you. So relative to anger, let's say this prayer. When we come back after a break, we'll have uh, one more uh, lesson that I learned from Eleanor. Father in heaven, sometimes I get so mad at the smallest frustrations in life. I make a mountain out of a molehill. And then I hold on to my anger so long that it ruins my day. Other times, I know that my anger is justified, but it still upsets me. Please help me manage my anger constructively. Give me the wisdom and the strength to understand anger as an emotion, then to use it appropriately and only when necessary in order to make a positive difference in whatever situation I find myself in. Please, Lord, help me do that. Amen. We'll be back, my friends, after a short break. You're listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World. From author Tom McQueen comes the important and must-read new book, What I Learned When I Died, Life Lessons from Heaven. In What I Learned When I Died, author Tom McQueen shares some of the lessons he learned from that initial encounter in heaven, lessons that were reinforced by the fellow travelers he journeyed with along the road of life. Author Tom McQueen is a retired licensed marriage and family therapist, chaplain, and founder of the American Family Foundation, Incorporated. He has published numerous books and articles, and his best-selling book, 
Letters to Ethan, a collection of letters he wrote to his grandson, was the recipient of the Angel Award from the Excellence in Media Foundation. Author Tom McQueen has appeared on the Lifetime Television Network, the This is the Day program on Catholic TV, and on many shows and radio programs throughout the United States. What I Learned When I Died, Life Lessons from Heaven, from author Tom McQueen, is available on Amazon and makes a great book for book clubs. Order your copy today. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I'm Tom McQueen, and you are listening to Wisdom for a Crazy World and our episode entitled Jesus Therapy, Life Lessons for a Crazy World, Part 1. One of the other uh, passages that Eleanor, the hospice patient, loved to refer to was Matthew chapter 5, 14 to 16. You are the light of the world. A city on a mountaintop cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. When I was a kid, I remember seeing that poster and I still see it today on Facebook once in a while. God made me. God doesn't make junk. And unfortunately, from the youngest of children to the most senior citizens, I've listened to people who have no idea what their gifts are, let alone how to use them. You know, we provide a lot of academic training to children in school today, but there isn't a whole lot of emphasis placed, in my opinion, on coaching students to discover and employ their unique talents and gifts. You know, we concentrate on sports, music, art, and a number of other worthwhile talents. But what about the gifts of empathy, understanding, and persistence, for example? Those intangible blessings can make a person's life incredibly powerful. And we can't wait for teachers to teach that. We have to do it ourselves as parents and as human beings. If we can't see God's light shining within us, it's impossible to help anyone else see his or her light. And that's the challenge, in my opinion, that's facing our world today. The first and most important task for all human beings is to understand that God has expressed his image and likeness within us. And once we have a handle on that, only then can we chart our own course and help other people to do the same. So it's something to think about, something we want to uh, ponder as the days and months go by, that the world would be so much brighter and so much more powerful if we let that light that's within us shine brightly and be a hope and a help and a healing presence to the people that we meet every day. And so for that, as we close our uh, podcast today. And I want to thank you so much for being here and look forward to seeing you again on our next show. I want to share with you this closing prayer. And thank you, Eleanor. I know you're resting in God's arms now for the wisdom that you shared with me as your hospice chaplain. Father in heaven, I want to use the gifts that you have given me to bring you glory and honor. I know that my life is nothing without you. I spend too much time listening to what other people need and want me to do with my life. 
I know that they have good intentions, but what I really desire is to have the courage and the will to respond to your direction and guidance. When the clutter of the world is overbearing, please give me the strength and the wisdom to listen to you, not with my ears, but with the heart and soul you placed within me. That is where I want to find your light. That is where I want to have you speak to me. I love you, Jesus. Amen. And I love you, our listeners. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Wisdom for a Crazy World. Many blessings, my friends.